Thanks for hanging out with us. It is Monday at 5, a little after 5, the Monday before Thanksgiving. Um, the gang is all here. Um, the gang is here, and then the gang it's going to become a ghost town more and more around here. Oh, yeah. slowly, slowly, it falls off. But everyone yeah. is in a real good mood because everyone's got a long weekend. That's oh, pretty much. it's the best. You it's know? the best. So nice. It's well, the, most everybody, yeah. I should say. But, I know. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best. Uh, I was... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I don't know when we want to remember Rosalind Carter, but I was so, I don't know why I was so surprised yesterday when I heard that she died. Because we expect Jimmy to die first. I guess so. And he is still alive. And I think that's why um, we just expected Jimmy's health had been failing for so long. I kind of expected him to go first and he's still alive. Yeah. So I think that was it. Yeah, maybe. It was kind of shocking that way. Maybe. And um, I mean, I've always um, I mean, that was uh, they were just kind of as a as a couple they were really, I guess there's been so many stories over the year, but the longest married presidential couple ever. I mean 77 years I know somebody um, who just lost her husband of 67 years. And it's just, you know, it is like the whole of your life. And mm-hmm. these two were really true and equal partners. And she was really, I, I you know, sometimes we forget like the influences that f- first ladies have. Mm-hmm. And her mission was, um, you know, to take mental illness mm-hmm. and you know uh, things that we never would talk about health, right. yeah yep. that we didn't she was the first lady who brought that up and now we we think oh well people have gotten so much better about it but she was the one who she was took it out mm-hmm. of the closet if you will so i don't know if we want to well, listen just- to good morning america we've got a little thing on their whole um what's his name um steven something yeah uh, steven susami had the last interview with those two and i remember you came in and you're like we got to post this picture because it was steven and the carters this was in 2021 they were sitting in chairs and you're like why did the producers have them sit in little it was an optical illusion they look so tiny they, in their chairs the chairs they didn't sit on pillows or anything it's like me saying an oversized stair where i can't even reach the arms yes yes and you were just like oh you know and i said well I, you know they're they're in their 90s they don't even care about these kinds yeah, of I things guess. and but they that was the clip that gma played cuz that is the last interview that they did and that was just 2 years ago i know in November when and they're and they're really talking about their great love for each other. Yes, and I think she's he's ninety seven at the time and she's like ninety, something like that. I don't know, maybe maybe two years younger than him. I can't remember. Well ninety seven to ninety is, is seven, Lori, so Yeah. Well, I mean I just don't <laughs> right. know how old she was. I know she he's just died 99. and she was ninety six, so she's three years. Three years younger. So she was ninety four. Okay, so All right. they, let's listen to it. Yeah, yeah, let's take a listen. President Jimmy Carter would often say that she was his most important decision and his secret weapon. From the Georgia State House to the White House in 1976, she was tireless. I, Jimmy Carter, do solemnly swear. As First Lady, she worked to destigmatize mental health issues at a time when even the vocabulary for such things was lacking. And after leaving the White House in 1980, she and her husband created the Carter Center, an organization that would end up eradicating diseases and ensuring fair elections around the world. 
childhood sweethearts, she says that she first took a shine to Jimmy Carter when she saw his photograph in his sister's room. I uh, literally did fall in love with that photograph. <laughs> they are the longest married presidential couple. Every Rosen say, okay, finally, and, uh, and staying with me all this long has been the most wonderful thing in my life. He's pretty wonderful in my life, too. This 75 years of marriage, um, what advice do you have for people who want to make it last? First of all, choose the right person to marry. And then uh, give each other plenty of space. Let, let, let the other person you know, have a full life in, in the way they choose. And uh, help when you can. Share things a lot. And do things together. We look always looking for, to do things, for find things we can do together, like fly fishing and bird watching and um, just going out to the pond, catch a fish. And uh, every night we try to make sure we, we are completely reconciled from all the arguments during the day uh, when we go to bed. So we also read the Bible every night, and we've done that for 60 years, probably. It's hard to go to sleep um, if you've read, uh, angry if you've read the Bible. Mm. <laughs> a week They're or so, so after that interview, a surprise arrived in the mail at my home. It shouldn't have surprised me that Mrs. Carter could have found me so easily. She had great connections, of course, at the Georgia State House and the U.S. government at her disposal, including the U.S. Secret Service. <laughs> it was a handwritten letter of thanks, it's written so in blue ink. What a that? bit of mm -hmm. old school charm and grace that she was so famous for. Her funeral will be a week from this Wednesday. Guys. Steve, let me ask you. And, and, you know, I think it, when I was going back today and kind of just remembering her and learning some more about what she did, she really, you, we talked about the mental health. I got a, I got a, um, a message from the Rosalind Carter Institute for Caregivers today mm -hmm. as a thing, and they just said that she was a lifelong humanitarian and she was wonderful and she fought for mental health parity and lifting up the voices of families of caregivers. Yes. And she'd yes. often remind mm -hmm. us to do what you can to show you care about other people and mm -hmm. you will make our world a better place. And in, in her memory, this is what they're asking us today, her, her um, center. Um, give, thank a caregiver in your life. Thank someone mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's truly something that takes time and energy. And she's just so lovely. And she was, she had a big part in this monarch butterfly Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, migration thing. She also um, was the first lady to establish her own office in the White House in the East Wing. That's right. She was dubbed the Steel Magnolia mm -hmm. when she was in at the White House. Sweetness for sweetness and drive. She famously rewore a gown that she wore when her husband, Jimmy Carter, was made governor in Georgia. She rewore it to one of her inaugural balls and was just criticized. But she said, I loved it. Mm -hmm. She was a seamstress. Um, she also... She was a surprise. And, you know, a surprise baby. That's what they oh, called Amy. women who were 40 and had a baby after everyone's like, oh, you know. Because, Lori, listen to this. Because yeah. I'm like, what is the age? So they had three boys. Right. Boom, boom, in boom. In 47, in 50, and in 52. And then 
I don't know how many years later this, I want to say 14. Amy was born in 1967. Her last child was born in 1952. Yeah. And so they didn't think she could get pregnant, you know, one of those. And And Garth Brooks, you know, they were big with Habitat for for Humanity. mm -hmm. And Garth Brooks and Miss Trisha Yearwood always spent a lot of time with them. Oh, they did. Because that was something big. They had a true friendship. Yeah. And he was asked today about the passing of her. And he said, President Carter tells Miss Yearwood, you know, he always calls his mm. wife Miss Yearwood, his second, he called her his second favorite Georgia Peach. Peach, Miss Yearwood called her her quiet warrior. And then what she says is very quiet, but it's very powerful. And Garth Brooks continued and she said, she, Rosalind, taught Miss Yearwood, who teaches us all, the lion doesn't have to roar. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Yeah, and she was friends with Jimmy Carter's younger sister. And saw a picture of him. But actually, yeah. he's, he was supposed to go on, a, he was home from the Naval Academy and was supposed to go on a blind date with the girl who stood him up. And then he remembered his sister's friend. Isn't that funny? But she had seen things? a photo of him in her sister's room and they were showing that on GMA. Yeah. His naval with his white, had i mean yeah. so handsome so hand- so 19 young. years old yeah. so young and just handsome and yeah i could see how they fell in love with each other that they have an amazing story the first political fight i ever had with my dad was over jimmy carter really oh, of course i love jimmy carter yeah. and um my dad uh you know the thing that really i think the thing that sunk Carter's presidency was the yes. uh, the uh, ran the hostage oh the hostages the hostage yep. uh, taking and, the and yeah, well, if you watch the movie Argo, mm-hmm. you know that guy, yes. that one CIA guy, yep. just yes. died. The other oh, guy, did. yep. That's the whole thing. And and um, it, what happened is that Carter was blamed, yep. and so a lot of like military people that were like kind of more, you know. Uh, conservative finance fiscally but socially liberal they hated that jimmy carter let these people be stay pretty and there was all kinds of there's been books written about it but anyway you know uh he got stuck with that and then we had the oil the oil crisis the oil crisis and lines waiting to get your own gas and 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 it was just it turned a lot of people to reagan ronald reagan to ronald Mm -hmm. reagan Mm -hmm. and then there was a whole you know the whole you know we're gonna wait until the January 6th for the whole, the hostage thing to be, oh, yeah. that, was, that was all done for, you know, the political optics of that. And Carter went along with it. And yeah, I, I mean, he, it's really, he really end, has ended up though being the most incredible former president in terms of service. he's accomplished and service and, and, and doing things for others. For yep. People eradicated ringworm mm-hmm. and, you know, he's done so, so many amazing things. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, his legacy, the four years as a president is a blip. It kind of feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I always remember favorite. Antonio Orlando and Don oh, yeah. tying a yellow ribbon uh, around the trees for the hostages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my dad and I just like, I oh, mean, yeah. maybe dishes were thrown. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. Yeah. That's where that came from. <laughs> that's where that came from. Okay. When we come back, it is time for the dirt alert. The big blowout sale, the Clear the Warehouse sale, is still going on right now at Hammernix Flooring Solutions in their St. Paul location on Rice Street and their New Hope Flooring Superstores that's on 169 in Bass Lake Road. And the other two new locations in Hudson and Rochester, they're too new. 
Um, too this, new. They don't have, they the, don't big have the big yet. inventory to sell off. So almost half of the hard surfaces inventory is up to 80% off. So we're talking you could get some stuff a dollar foot. Some things are some. just a dollar per square foot, mm-hmm. which is unheard of. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is when you go into Hammernex in their St. Paul location or their New Hope location, look for the yellow tags. There's on-site designers there that can help you pick out all the right products and what's going to fit your needs and what's going to be smart besides getting you a great price. Let's make sure this is going to work in your home. The perfect time is right now to get new flooring for the holidays. You can learn more about the Clear the Warehouse sale that's happening now um, at hammernex.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Grant. Hello, Lori. Hello, Hello, Julia. Hello. Hello. All right. Well, let's get to some dirt today. And we're going to start out with a story, uh, an update to a story that I brought up to you guys last week on Thursday about Snoop Dogg allegedly quitting smoking pot. Oh, yeah. He had a funny Insta. Yeah, he had a really funny Insta. He said, like, basically, I'm quitting smoking weed. Let me and my family have this time to ourselves. Right. And we we all assumed that he wasn't actually quitting smoking. I did think he was quitting. he was going to go to edibles. Edibles. That's what I thought was happening. And that is kind of exactly what is at stake here. So this has been kind of a marketing uh, plot here behind him. Mm -hmm. And this was kind of what we we all talked about but didn't really necessarily say. And fans are saying it's genius marketing. Because on Monday, on Monday, he announced that he is uh, going to have a you know a new line of pot coming out, these edibles and these different types of products, and so this was a way to get the word out and kind of get people thinking about it. So he's actually not quitting smoking. Well, might be quitting smoking, but he's like you said, not quitting the edibles, not quitting the vape pens, not quitting the tinctures. No, he's the, the joints. That's what he was known for. Yeah, 80-something joints a day. Yeah, smoking. He's he's going to not smoke, but he's still probably going to partake in it, is what the whole right. deal is. Yes, yes. So, oh, I thought he was like coming out with um, a fire pit. It is a fire pit, What Brent. is a fire pit it, even sm- mean? Well, so he basically got endorsed by Smokeless Steve, you know, those fire pits that... Go in the backyard. They go in the backyard that don't provide smoke. So there was that. And then there's there's another story that also came out that he's got his own brand of edibles and of other course. non-smokeless okay. marijuana products. Okay, but that are wait a minute. Out. There is a fire pit that doesn't smoke? It's called the Smokeless Steve. Yeah, we've given them away here on our list of mm-hmm. rewards. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a cylinder about the size of a five-gallon bucket. It's you know chrome or silver, yep. and you put your, your logs, and then they've got some different types of pellets. But, yeah, you can have a little fire outside, and it... It takes the smoke and distributes it so it doesn't have, you know, you're not chasing the white rabbit around as you're sitting on And you don't smell the, like smoke? And yeah. you don't smell oh like smoke. Oh my gosh. I didn't yeah. know about smokeless Steve. Yeah. yeah that's, what we learned. And that's what he was doing the play on when he was <laughs> like, like, you I'm know, the smoke. quitting smoking. Yes. All right. Yeah. So not only that, he's coming out with a few of his own products down the road too, which a okay. lot of people are alluding to. So just a fun little story there. But let's jump over to a little bit more serious story surrounding a rapper, Puff Daddy. The story broke last week that he his ex was accusing him of rape, abuse, sex trafficking, all kinds of things, demanding a, uh, what was it? A it was a 35-page federal lawsuit Yes, alleging all manner of rape, tra- trafficking, abuse, grooming, and much more. It came with a trigger warning, the actual yes. lawsuit, and she was under um, a deadline because in New York you have like, there's a time period uh, maybe it's ten years. I don't know to to file. Uh, you know, if you want to uh, sue somebody, and she was coming up against yes, that. Yes, mm-hmm. And this news broke on Thursday, and as soon as Cassie filed her lawsuit in federal court, 
everyone started spilling the tea mm-hmm. and putting the puzzle pieces together because for years there have been rumor, rumors about, and we, I don't think that we knew this. I mean, every once in a while, Wendy would make, say something, Wendy Williams would say something. But anyway, I guess in a lot, if you were on different sites and stuff about that, he, how he treats women is on par with R. Kelly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that he's had more money than R. Kelly. And he's been able to silence people. That Kim Porter was working on her memoir and maybe had her murdered. Kid Cut-Eye cut said he blew Cutty. up his car and he agreed. He sounds and like just a... Aubrey O'Day said, yeah. you know, okay. Danity Kane, you know, she left. I've been trying mm-hmm. to tell you all for years that he is a bad man. And yeah, within 20, less than Last 24 time. hours, he settled. Eight figures, which is $10 million to $99 million. That's right. Yeah. So some money was put down now. In no, addition... No, now you're saying an understatement of a year. Some money was put down. When you pay eight figures, you did it. Okay? That's, that's what I was and going to And she wanted $30 yeah. million. Yeah, she wanted yep. 30. Some money was put down. She put. She asked yep. for 30. She got the money. But another big name. That well, was, we don't know that she asked for 30. That's what his people, his lawyers right. attacked her and said, this is a blatant ploy. She wants $30 million. You know, they were trying to disparage her. And then the very next day, they settled. They settled with her. And they settled with her because they know he's guilty. She's got evidence, and the longer it stays open, the more he's at risk because other people are going to come forward. Exactly, and I was going to get to that. Basically, another big name that you left out of that whole list was Suge Knight, who is currently in jail and has been at a feud with Puff Daddy and that whole East Coast. Was he jumping on it? He jumped on it the minute it came out, and he said, I have things that will make you basically cry and cringe when I tell you what I know about what Puff Daddy has done. Within him coming that out, within maybe four hours after him saying that, a settlement was reached. Now, there's Mm. still speculation that Suge Knight is going to release his own viewpoints on this situation. And when that does come out, I mean, we'll see what happens. Is he in jail for life? Yeah, for murder. He ran over. Yeah, he's. I remember, but it's for life. So he Mm -hmm. could say this. Yeah, well, there's a new pod. I hate saying promoting other podcasts. But he's got a podcast from jail where he calls 100 Collect and tells his stories. So they're going to come out with this information. And the language of both of their statements, uh, he did not get to make another big denial. So. Yep. He, when you pay that much money, you have something you're trying to hide. And oh, he took the advice okay. of his lawyers. Yeah, you, pu- is, are you at risk? Are there other women you've done this to? Yeah, Puff Daddy said, we have decided to resolve this matter amicably. Mm-hmm. I wish Cassie and her family the best mm-hmm. and love. And that was it. Yeah. That's all he all said. Right. Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Well, thank you for that, Grant. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, we've gotten to the bottom of that. That mm-hmm. didn't take long to settle. <laughs> nope. And that's, well, well, I think there, like we said, I think there's more to come because like Lori said, I think he's guilty of something there. So, oh boy. Yeah. This could get dicey. Sex Monday is dedicated to our buddy Joey, who turns 50 today. It's the bleep at 50s. It's the official start of the F at 50s, which are just a fantastic. Go Joey. Joey. It's your birthday. Okay. Okay. So all my sex stuff today is just dedicated with all. And, you know, I I might as well start with um, I'm going to do because that means that um, his husband is married to a Scorpio. 
I'm oh. married to a Scorpio. Yes, you are. And Scorpio season officially started, you know, a couple weeks ago. But I have four survival tips for people who are who are in relationships with Scorpios. Okay. Okay, because... Why do we need these? Because there's nobody... They are the most maligned and the least understood of all the astrological signs, okay. Julia. And you yeah. know I dabbled just I enough know. to be dangerous. But that is a true statement. People go, oh, Scorpio, you know? And why? Okay. Because here's something. Here, If you're with a Scorpio... You can't take offense. If you are a delicate flower, if you are a bird who's easily wounded, or you have your feelings hurt, you can not be with a Scorpio. Right. Okay. Because Scorpios, they love to tease, they love to jab, and they love to do it to people that they feel affectionate for. Okay. And so people who don't understand that will crumble in a scorpio relationship Got it. okay and um and scorpios always get a bad rap that they're secretive and they're jealous and stuff like that but it's just because of their love language is more teasing like joking joking and you the best thing to do is just get along play along and play back scorpios love that here's another fact i know from being married to your brother if you lie, prepare to die. Okay. Ah. <laughs> okay. Scorpios, you do not want to piss off a Scorpio. They will. They are the most revengeful of all the signs, and they fake nothing. Mm-hmm. And they are suspicious of everyone. All right. There so, you go. The Scorpio sees trust like car insurance. It constantly needs to be renewed. So if you have a little history of even little white lies or doing any kind of a thing, I have found myself, after Casey and I got through the first two years of figuring out how to be married after not knowing each other that long, but I realized I can't even tell a quarter of a fib of a fib to Casey. Because if you lie, you die. But not even like they nothing. didn't have it at the store oh, when nothing. you didn't go. Oh, they no, were no. at apples. Just be truthful about everything. I and, didn't go. Yeah, you'll be, just right. be truthful. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. And you have to give Scorpios space. Okay. Uh, don't leave them without, you know, being unread. But they, Scorpios like their solitude. And if you give them enough space, they will always come back. But they just need it. And they're not going to be all I think other signs need it, too. Well, everybody yeah, does I think need so. that. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so they're, you know, that that's really it. That's okay. how you survive a Scorpio. Um, now, skin. Yeah, very much so. Um, the safest tranquilizer in the world, maybe you're going to be at a, 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 a thing where the, it needs a conversation blast of something and you can figure out a way to drop this in that what tranquilizer is the safest tranquilizer in the world 10 times more effective than Valium gives Ambien you know a run for its money that you can't even what is it asking someone when they're going to have kids no asking someone when who they're voting for no no. Is is it? It's not a drug, is it? I was going to say lewds, but it's not a drug. It's no. not a drug. It's it's a comment. It's a it's a statement. It's, a, it's what is the safest tranquilizer in the world, and more ten times more effective than Valium. I love you. I don't know. 
Sex. That's right. Oh, God. Yes. Hey, everybody. Conversation starter. Hey, did you guys know? If anyone goes on and on about they can't sleep, to just say, lean over and say, did you know sex is 10 times more effective? I was actually at a thing where that was the discussion. Oh. Where? I'm not going to name my place, but somebody (laughs) was talking about what they used to sleep. I wish I had remembered that little fact. Well, that is that's a good one. I think it's I think it's also. Um, or someone can say more I for do, men than women. Yeah, but you could say like someone says, "Oh, you know, mom or dad, they've got such a crappy bed or whatever." I don't really, you know. Oh, when you go to someone's house for Thanksgiving yeah, or something, I'm yeah. so uncomfortable. I, I don't sleep well. Well, you know, roundy rounds, hand jobs, quiet sex, wherever you got to go. Remember, that's the tranquilizer that's key to okay, sleeping so on is, a bad day. This bed. is how you're helping people get through the Thanksgiving holiday yeah. if they're traveling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, Grant's face right now. <laughs> just he fine. just is like, who is this woman? And, I'm and, just saying, it'll help you sleep. It is the truth. <laughs> it yeah. is the truth. It is the truth. I'm and not going to lie. The yeah. big O always helps you fall asleep. Always. Yeah. Always. I always. Agree. Very good. Good information. And what if you got a squeaky bed? Well, what's a bathroom for? Oh, okay. okay. Or the floor. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. the floor, yeah, but, you know, sometimes Hardwood. wood floors are not well, friendly. Okay. And not everyone feels good about putting... You know, their clothes down, their their Thanksgiving outfit. Well, no, you just grab the pillows. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. right. Calm down. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Um, I'm ready, yoga mat. I'm going to mm-hmm. just. Uh, Damn, nice I'm going to help some people. With what now? Because well, you've already solved so many things. Well, conversation topic. <laughs> okay, here is. Here. This is specifically <laughs> heterosexual. So. Okay. Um, but it's. It's men. And I, I, one of the things that um, whenever one of my friends has become a dating toddler because they're back out in the, you know, dating world after having been married for a long time is that you forgot, completely forgotten that, you know, dudes are dudes and um, they're not that complicated. And very often a newly single person, woman, overcomplicates how men think Maybe to almost to like they they actually think like you, which they don't. Right. Okay. okay so you Give have me an to, example. Well, just that 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 the men will tell you they don't want to date you if you pick up on the clues, but if they like having sex with you or they like it's just this situationship or a booty call thing, they're also not going to define that, and they're also not going to end that. You're on the bench. If, as it were. So if you're wondering, am I on the bench and am I misreading things? I'll just help you with a few things. Okay. Okay. And um, basically, he's not, just not into you if. Well, there are seven clear signs and one brutal code word. Okay. okay. So when a guy doesn't like you, and by don't like you, I mean not trying to pursue you to be more than a fling, okay. a hookup, a weekend, a situationship. And if you're looking, for something more than that. So if a guy only is texting you at night or on weekends, clue number one, okay? Clue number two, he says he's a bad texter, okay? This is a BS excuse. It makes no sense. If he's interested in dating you seriously, he's going to get good at texting or he's going to pick up the phone and call. That's just an excuse uh, and there's no two ways about it. You only see his bedroom. 
If all you see is his bedroom, that's all he wants you to see. Come in and I'm going to blindfold you. You well, can't look around in your face timing, but you only see him in the bed. Oh. You never see him in any other space. Oh, okay. okay? You never, he doesn't do anything. You've only seen his bedroom. You, you've never even met any friends, nor do you really go out. Um, and maybe when you're out, he's not touchy at all. Not okay. touchy at all. Not affectionate. Walk behind me. I don't want anyone to know I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, looking around. He doesn't share any good news with you. If you find out anything, it's because you've been stalking him or looking at his uh, posts. He doesn't like any of your social media posts. Okay. Nothing. And he seems to get annoyed by you. Like, he seems like you're kind of having to explain, like, all of this stuff. And the, wor- and the word that he uses a lot with you when it comes to making plans is he's busy. That is the brutal code word that just, you just, sayonara. See I wish later. I just didn't have so many plans all the time with yeah. other people. I'm just busy. And that's what you say <laughs> when you don't want to really be, you go, oh, I'm just busy. Things are just so busy right now. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, things will clear up. Everyone says that. People use that excuse. But busy, when you hear that, sayonara. Sayonara, so, And if you're trying to catch a, a cheater, don't overlook the glitter. Very hard to get out. Oh, good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so funny. Glitter. And if you're trying to catch a cheater, maybe put glitter in the window, the visor in the mirror thing. On the passenger it, side? Yeah. Look at you. Look at Detective Bargini <laughs> who just came out. All right, we're going to take... No kidding. We're going to take a break and we'll be right... That was, a, that was a deep... That was just out there for free, people. That was a deep detective cop. We're going to be right back. Here's the deal. Lori wants everyone to look at Timothy Chalamet wearing a a purple pleather outfit. No, it's leather, Julia. It's it's lavender leather Prada. And he's in Japan. The Wonka. Oh, the Wonka has started. All right. He looks fabulous. He does. He looks like lavender taffy. Okay. If he dresses yeah, all like if, candy. If Jeff showed up like that, well, if that's the strategy to dress like candy for Willy Wonka, that makes sense. But I'm telling you, if Jeff came into a room where well, lavender taffy thing, he's I think not I'd... 27 and, and a hot star that could even pull off a Chelsea boot. I don't know if he could, he could probably pull off a Chelsea boot. I just yeah, anybody so could do that. Okay, so here's the deal. Tonight, <laughs> oh, for the good. first time since he left the Ed Sullivan Theater, David Letterman is going to be on with Stephen Colbert. Wow. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. So that's happening tonight. And then um, we found out, well, we all know the Kansas City Chiefs are hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. It should just be flat out a good football game. It's really be- good. It could be yep. a preview. It was the Super Bowl last <laughs> yep. year. Could very well be the Super Bowl again this year. Totally, totally. And that... Um, on Jimmy Fallon, Sterling K. Brown, who we have, we love. Oh, I hope he has a new project. It must be so if he's on there. I I hope so. Mm-hmm. And then we learned over the weekend that Little Big Lies season three is going to be coming back. Oh, Nicole um, Kidman teased it, so that's right, pretty much from the source. Yes, because she produced she produced it. it with Reese. Yes, so we heard that was happening. And there was a luncheon with Zoe. Well, you know, David E. Kelly is free because Big Sky got canceled. Yep. I never could last as long as you did on that one. But he's free because yeah. he did write that Big Little Lies mm-hmm. the second season. Because remember, the director died. Yes. That Jean Marc Vallee after that first That's season. Right. That's right. Yeah, he had a heart attack and died. So I don't know. That was that was a good show. I loved it. And she also said that, I mean, it's been a lot of years 
But the cliffhanger, when that ended, it's been, almost been like they're saying this article has six years, five years, and four years in it. So no one proofreads anymore mm-hmm. before it goes out. Yeah. Which I understand from short sentences on Instagram mm-hmm. that I always have mistakes. But I think that show, was it 2018 that that Big Little Lies came out? I mean, and then we yeah, had yeah, one so. in maybe I think 2018, and then it came out. It's been a long time. Yeah. But anyway, that was 2017, would be actually. Oh, 2017, the cliffhanger was um, when um, Zoe's character, Bonnie Carlson, was about to confess to pushing Nicole Kidman's uh, rapist husband down the steps yeah. of the stairs. That was the cliffhanger. Remember? And, and that, that was followed the book. Yeah. The, the Big Little Eyes. Oh, my gosh. That was good. And then if you're wondering... Um, other things that I are happening. Where they'll go with the third season. That'll be interesting. What what turn of all the women's, the rich women in Monterey, where have their lives gone? I hope they just skip COVID and don't even touch that and just go to today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The kids are older. They'll mm-hmm. have different types of I problems. I wonder if Reese Witherspoon is still married to that guy. I didn't, I felt like they were not heading towards happily ever after. No. At the end of that second season. They didn't like each other anymore. I, I think and you're... And it was obvious. I think you're right about that. You know what I watched this weekend? <gasps> the Albert Brooks documentary. Oh, was it good? Oh, my God. It brought up so many. I, he was so funny and so prevalent in so many weird, bizarre, funny 80s movies that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. And he he really, SNL kind of started because of him. Lauren Michaels sat down with him and said, I just want to do kind of a skit show because he would just write quirky skits really and film he did all these shorts he was so brilliant and i gotta um, watch this it's so good and he's you know the people he's talking to are conan o'brien uh silverman jonah hill um david letterman rob reiner, rob reiner who's his best friend since forever but it's he was responsible for so much stuff and he was so far ahead of his time mm-hmm. defending your life you know, it was another good one when the monorail so mono cars are in heaven and he in broadcast news was brilliant. He's just he is one man who's funny mm-hmm. and was always funny. Boston America was a riot. But that's kind of all after he had so much before that that I didn't know about. He on the early days, too, of Twitter, he was just a master at these one kind of liners. Yeah, he got I don't even know if he's on Twitter or sure. X or whatever you call it anymore. But I found a whole new appreciation oh. for him because we haven't seen him be oh. in things for a long time. And then I was like, I was so happy that he seemed to be enjoying, um, you know, Twitter and having like just hysterical he has, He's been in made. some movies that you don't know, Lori, like Marvel movies. He's played a big guy. He's been in some other movies, so he's always stepped into it, but it's brilliant. Yeah. And it's really a walk, you know, down... Memory Road. I just loved it. It was on Max? Yeah, I cool. just loved it. And then I started that new Godzilla thing. <gasps> with Monsters? Kurt you, Russell. you watched it? Yes. I didn't. I completely forgot. Oh, my, oh my God. Yeah, you like it? Yes, and I it's not it. my type of thing, but yeah. I loved it. Oh, that's yeah. That's on Apple Plus. Oh, I was going to watch it tonight, but there's that football game. No, I know, oh, but those game. two were very good things. Um, other things, you know, if you, you did just tweet and promote, promote like a few days ago when the movie came out. Defending my, my movie, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's he's such a brilliant, funny man, mm-hmm. and you will learn the genesis of a lot of things were because of him in humor and Saturday Night Live. I mean, it's wild. But if you're just joining us, we had on Dan and Susan, Dan Rodriguez and Susan Sandberg at the three o'clock hour. 
the last two segments, if you want to just listen to a beautiful lyrics and songs and beautiful things, and the, there's a great show coming up that mm-hmm. he's doing December 9th at the Parkway. We have a discount uh, ticket thing on our website, and he's also near um, the Chatterfield Center on the 10th near Rochester. But I think that'd be a good listen if you're just tuning in. That was a great sure. interview. That was that was fun. That was fun. He was singing along the intro, I saying his own song. I wish we'd had a YouTube camera going yeah. today in here. Yeah, people could see that the was, beauty. That would have been... I like, taped a little bit of it, but of course we forget to put on the right microphone cover. This is my time. I mean, we do everything wrong. I actually, you know what was in the background? FM 107. Oh, perfect. Oh, that yeah. logo is in the background. <laughs> the, Our the, old logo. The poster board of the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never going to put any of these poster boards We're going to do something right? with yeah. them. Yeah. No. Someday. Someday. There's an empty Everyone check written back there. Like what you call your ugly blind blinders on to that stuff. It's been in here for yeah. weeks. It has, but it's it's. Some I think of it's, it's been important. in there since we had your guys' 20th. I think so. Yeah. That's when we brought it in mm-hmm. there, like. Two Junes ago. <laughs> We're not ready for it to go. There's some of them that I'd like to take home with me if Absolutely. no one would mind. Um, but anyway, that's kind of fun. And Jason, we just learned today that Fargo kicks off tomorrow night. That's Lori, right. And they're... Well, Neil Justin wrote in his, his story yesterday in the paper about Fargo. There was one story about a guy from Minnesota who's in it who helped people. Like, they learned how to talk with Minnesota and that the show is so committed to, like, supposedly being filmed in Scandia. There's a background scene with Jason Matheson's show playing in the background. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow.